All right, guys, welcome to episode number three. I'm your host, Quincy, and with me, I have Shelby McCamey all the way from Texas. Shelby, did I say your name right? I'm sorry. You did. Good job. And you guys might know her better as the Yellow Felt Soul, and I'm so excited that she said yes to come on. Shelby's going to talk to us about Yellow Felt Soul. We might talk some horse along the way um, and about her rodeo career. Shelby, go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks who don't know you. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Shelby McCamey. I'm from Texas, but I kind of live wherever at this moment in time. Um, and I, I finally listened to God about starting this platform. I don't know about y'all, but I had I was kind of superstitious but one in particular I never wore yellow in the arena ever um I actually remember for my 13th birthday my mom bought me a panhandle slim plaid shirt and it had gold in it and I would not wear it because (laughs) of the fact it had a shade of yellow in it and so whenever Frenchie collect and everything it just really slowed things down I was able to dive into the bible I actually, you know, God's always been there in my life, um, but I didn't understand what a true relationship was with him. I went to Bible studies. I went to church. I prayed, you know, everything like that, but I didn't understand, like, God can be your best friend, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, God should be your best friend because he is so wonderful. And there's nobody on this earth that could love you and care about you even more. And so that's what I was able to really slow down and, and learn. And through that, um, I started listening to him a little more. And if you know me, I'm hard headed as can be. And, um, so I started listening and he was like, Hey, I want you to find a yellow felt. And I remember literally telling him, you're crazy if you think you're going to get me wearing a yellow hat inside the arena. (laughs) And he just kept on and kept on. I'm like, fine, I'm going into this hat store. And if they have one, great. If they don't, ha. Well, I go in there and the manager is like, you want a yellow hat? And he thought I was talking more along the lines of a fashion hat. And I was like, no, I, I, nope, not fashion hat rodeo hat and he just kind of looked at me like you've got to be kidding and I said no sir I want a yellow hat and I kind of have a bigger head than most girls I wear a seven me too I wear a seven and an eight and so he just kind of snickered and he's like well I'm going to the warehouse next month or in a couple weeks and I'll check to see if there's any yellow hats I know that there's big pile of colored hats from the 80s and he said that I'll look for a yellow one I get a call about a month later he said you'll never guess there's one yellow hat and it just so happens to be your size oh my gosh and I said I was actually at Teskey's uh getting some stuff and well actually I can't even lie I was just shopping because hello it's Teskey's and um So I called him or I answered and asked him if he would save it for me. And he said, no, store policy doesn't allow us to save it. But I really don't think somebody's going to come buy this yellow hat in two hours. (laughs) 
and I think I paid like 250 bucks for it. That's 250 bucks I've ever spent my entire life, I think. And um, do you wear the hat year round, Shelby? Yes. Summer, fall, winter? Yes. Well, I don't like straw hats, and that's just a personal preference. I don't look good in straw hats, and so I I've always wore felt year round. If I do wear a straw, it's because it's either raining or hundred and something degrees outside. Gotcha. And so, um, yeah, I went and got it and started wearing it ever since. And I, well, actually I take that back. My horse, um, he still wasn't sound whenever I first bought that. And so I had to wait on him to become sound again because he went through so much stuff. Um, and that's a testimony by itself, but um, so I had to wait on him and finally got him sound and running again. And, and then I broke out the yellow hat and there were so many people that they would just sit there and say, um, you know, you're wearing a yellow hat, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, and they would just kind of give me heck about it. And I, Frenchie and I are known to, you know, kind of hit some barrels every once in a while. And so whenever I go in there and I hit a barrel, everybody would say, it's because of that yellow, that yellow hat. And (laughs) so, and I didn't share the reason behind the yellow hat, except with a very, very select few um, right. I released Yellow Felt Soul June 6th of 2019. Really? It's that recent? Yes. Wow. Um, cause I, my whole time with Yellow Felt Soul, I just prayed and prayed that I, this is, I, I don't want this to come back. This is a, this is God. I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for God. I wouldn't have the things that I do if it weren't for God. And so I didn't want to release it whenever it wasn't time, whenever it wasn't on God's time. When you weren't, I don't want to say strong enough, but until you were bold enough to talk to them, let that be the conversation piece that gets people talking to you. Is that right? Is that what you've used before? Absolutely. Yeah. So when someone does bring it up to you or however they might go about it, what, what kind of, what are you talking to them about when they make a comment about the yellow felt? Um, depending on the situation, depending on the comments. Um, right. I may tell them, Hey, have you ever heard of yellow felt soul? Mm-hmm. And start it that way. Or if it's, you know, like I'm on my horse headed to go warm up and I don't have a, long time to talk I may tell him hey do you have Instagram or Facebook if so go look up yellow felt soul yeah and they'll just kind of look at me and then eventually I've actually had a few people reach out to me um for example there was this girl from Germany and she was in Fort Worth during the semifinals and she saw my yellow hat she's like nobody else has any colored hats and I said I would love to be able to sit here and talk with you, but I'm actually running late and I have to go warm up, but please look up yellow felt soul. And yeah. she remembered 
and she looked it up and she reached out to me and she was like, you have no idea how much I actually needed this. And she was just a tourist from Germany. That's wild. Yeah. So tell us, let's say someone has never heard about Yellow Felt Soul, has never uh, made it to your page or your Instagram yet. Um, Act like you're talking to those people who have no idea what we're talking about right now. Um, just what your mission is with that page and the kind of things you put out there. And talk Absolutely. About with your um, so my mission is to inspire those affected by depression and suicide that they may have a life and a purpose by being a living example. And through that, I personally know how it feels to have a loved one commit suicide. So I understand the loss. And then I've also battled depression and personal suicidal thoughts. And so I understand the mindset of whenever you're that dark, whenever your days are just truly that dark and you don't see any light at all. And I just want people to know that you're not alone. This entire, almost my entire life, it's always been, you do not talk about suicide. It's mm-hmm. hush. You, you just don't talk about it. And it, especially in the older generations. And I remember I was six years old whenever my dad died. And whenever I was told that he committed suicide, they said, but don't tell anyone that. And tell your dad. Oh, wow. And I remember thinking, why? Like, what's so bad? Like, my mm-hmm. dad died. Mm-hmm. It, like, it wasn't anything in my mind that, you know, what my did was, or what my dad did was terrible. And now that I've grown up, I now see why they would have told me that. Right. But with it being so secretive and nobody talking about it, that's why the suicide rates are so high because no one feels like they can talk. No one feels it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, And another thing, you know, no one feels like it's okay. You so personally, I, I had to take, well, not had to take, I made the choice because it's a choice. You can be miserable and try and pull yourself out of depression and sometimes you can't or you can make the choice to get help and take the antidepressants and try and help yourself. Um, I made that choice this last year and decided to take them because of something that happened to me that I went mm-hmm. through. And I, the feelings that I'm going to say, I almost would bet a hundred dollar bill on it that anyone in this life has gone through it. If they've struggled with depression and have ever been to that point, you think that you are less than you think you're not strong because you had to go get pills from the doctor. You think that no one else has been through this. You think you're a loser, (laughs) you know, and you guys Shelby. I, one post that I just that blew me away. I think it was the first post I'd ever really seen of you. My friend forwarded it to me on Instagram, and it was a picture of a pill bottle open in this paragraph about you spilling out your heart about your dad struggled with this, and you're you're gonna stop the cycle. I think is kind of what you were getting at, and you were making the decision to take those for yourself to make yourself yes. better, and that it's okay. And and um, 
it's just amazing because no, you know, no one talks about it and we can't fix it if we don't make it, put it out there in the spot. Absolutely. Um, the way I look at it is no matter, depression isn't something to take lightly, but you know, if you're diagnosed with cancer and you don't seek treatment, it could potentially kill you. More than likely, it will. Right. <laughs> or barrel racers, would you give your horse anything in the world to make it perform better? Probably. Why not give yourself what it needs? You know, that's kind of what it boiled down to when I was giving advice to a friend about it. I was like, would you give your horse a supplement if you knew it was going to make its days easier and better on him? Absolutely. Yeah. So do that, do that favor for Absolutely. yourself. And don't feel alone. And um, something that I was told is, you know, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. If you're yeah. not taking care of yourself and you're sitting at home depressed and, and possibly even go on to commit suicide, you are not going to be there for the people who need you. Yeah, you leave that damage behind. And so it's just one of those things that no matter what, like I just, the biggest thing for me is I want so many people to know that they're like, if you're listening and you're battling this, I want you to know that you're not alone. You do have worth. I mean, I've always said this, if God can give worth to a mosquito, then imagine the amount of worth that he gave you. That is a good one. Yeah. And yeah. I, they, they may feel like they're the black sheep. They have no friends. Whatever you're feeling like, know that God is there. God is the one that he created us. He loves us unconditionally. He gave his only son to save us from our sins. That's how much he loves us. He tells us that we are more precious than rubies. Yeah, something that I've learned um, this last, I'll call it year, um, and actually I, I'm in a Bible study right now, and I want to read this because it just fits perfectly to what we're talking about um, for, for anyone who's listening and is struggling. I just, I feel the need to read this, and it says, God will not waste your pain. In fact, God specializes in sowing seeds into the soil of our hardship. Seeds that bring forth prolific life and bear fruit in season. Um, That's just from a Bible study that I'm in. And I've seen that in my life where the best things come after those hardest seasons. And those antidepressants got me through the hardest season. So do what you got to do for yourself, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's just an inspiring just everything that you're willing to put out there and, and come on here and talk about it's just inspiring because you're bold enough to do it and you're you're not afraid of what the naysayers might think and that's just amazing well, thank you it's you know it, it it was a lonely road at first because whenever you do step out and you do things that are out of the ordinary a lot of people don't really care to be associated with it but it's just one of those things that if it is something God put you on this earth to do, and that is one of his purposes in your life, you just got to go with it. Yeah. 
Would you say that you've lost friends over it? I mean, did people turn their back on you when you got really vocal about this mission cause? Um, I wouldn't say that I've lost friends. Um, there were people that did not support me um, at the beginning because they were raised, you know, depression either doesn't exist or suicide is not something you're supposed to be vocal about. And so it was right. one of those things where they weren't supportive. And it was like, Shelby, are you sure you want to do this? Like there was one rodeo and I was now before I say what the announcer said, I do want to, I do want to state he is now one of my all time biggest fans for yellow felt soul. Yes. Like huge supporter. supporter. But at the time, he didn't know the reasoning behind Yellow Felt Soul or anything. And I was at a rodeo over this last summer, and I was actually called Curious George. Oh, my gosh. And I guess somebody went to him after the perf or something because he, the next morning, sent me a message on Facebook. He found me on Facebook and sent me a message and apologize because he had absolutely no idea and how terrible he felt. And I mean, right. it, it didn't bother me because I know for a fact that that's something that's going to come with wearing a yellow hat in a rodeo arena. I knew, I knew I would right. get some sort of comments about it. And so going into rodeo wearing that hat, I also had to prep myself, mentally prepare myself. So that way I I kept the blinders on. Like I'm not here to mm-hmm. hear the comments. I'm not here to do anything like that. I just have to keep pushing and I have to pursue and know that this is the direction I have to go. Right. Right. And it's it's definitely your calling because things things don't take off the way yellow felt soul has taken off of it like it's meant to be you know what I, I mean um, so, during, so many people follow that page and and just appreciate everything during you do. my interview with the cowboy channel during the semifinals you know they started asking some questions about yellow felt soul and I didn't have the answers for them because I I Honestly, I did not expect this to to grow like it has, especially in such a short amount right. of time. And so I, I mean, I had some ideas of, of what I want as an end goal and some tiny little things that I want to do with Yellow Felt Soul. But in between, like, I didn't really know a direction that I have with it. I know that I want to inspire others. I want, I, I know that I... I want to let people know that they have worth and that they are loved no matter what they feel, but how to do that, I didn't have the answers for them. And so with this quarantine, I've actually been able to slow down and really focus on yellow felt soul. And I've now been able to find a direction with yellow felt soul and how I'm going to go from A to H because in my mind, I did not think it was going to be this big. And so I'm not even going to say A to Z because I do not know what God has in store for 
Zee. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do when that yellow felt wears out? How are you going to find Actually, a new one? Actually, I, um, <laughs> I just took on um, or just signed with a new sponsor. And we are coming out with a yellow felt sole line. And so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations. It, it's definitely an, awesome. one of my dream come true. And um, they really believe in this. And what's kind of funny is that whenever I had my corporate job, I was in contact with this company. And they were like, when are, when are you going to let me make you a hat? I said, you're going to make me a yellow one? absolutely not you couldn't pay me enough to do it (laughs) and next thing I know after uh his name's Marty Marty Latta with Western Legacy Company um after he found out why I wanted a yellow hat he came to me and he was like I've been you know wanting you on my team but now there there's nothing that I would want more and so we are going right. to come out. It's not um, completed yet. We're still, you know, finding yellow is kind of difficult. Um, well, and those big projects take time, but that is so exciting. Yes. I so cannot wait if to you're listening, definitely go follow Western Legacy, Instagram, Facebook, whole nine yards. But reach out to them if you want a yellow hat and just say, hey, I heard Shelby on this podcast and... I want a yellow hat and or whatever you want to say, like reach out to Western legacy. They are just truly an awesome company and it's, it's family owned and operated. It's a son and a dad. It's just, they're awesome people. And yeah, so we're going to come out with a yellow line, yellow felt sole and Western legacy yellow hat. It really just blows my mind right now because I'm thinking about how many people you've reached by wearing the hat and being able to be like, oh, go check out Yellow Felt Soul on Facebook. Can't talk right now, but look me up. So think about what a conversation piece that's going to be when you've got all these other people wearing them out there across the country. I mean, it's, it's I'm definitely amazing. excited about it. I'll have to get me a t-shirt with a yellow felt hat on it because I don't think I could rock the yellow. I'm not I'm not good enough for well, that. Well, but... <laughs> I actually just bought a bunch of yellow t-shirts and I'm going to, um, because I also have the press, my mom and I have the press. So I'm going to start making nice. yellow felt sole t-shirts. Yes. I'll have to get me one of those. Yeah, I'm not cut out for the hat, but... I can just see it now. I see many yellow hats in the future starting so many good conversations just about, you know, what you're doing in this mission is amazing. Well, Shelby, I also want to hear your American story this last year. I mean, you were just on fire. And and how many spots out were you from from making it to AT&T Stadium? I ended up 14th. Four spots out. That's hard, but Thank girl, you. you did so good. How how was that experience for you? And I where'd you qualify? qualified at the Patriot? Um, so it was the first qualifier, and went in there, and I actually entered kind of as a joke with my mom. Well, what a good joke to do! <laughs> um, I had 
<laughs> entered the, some qualifiers previously, and I either hit a barrel to qualify or I was right out of qualifying, etc. And I was entered up at the Patriot, and my mom looked at me and she was like, "Why not just go ahead and enter the qualifier?" And I was like, "You can pay for it." And she was like, "Sure." And if you <laughs> if you place, then pay me back. I said, "Okay." So I ran to the office and I got my entry form taken care of and went in there and I I wasn't expecting Frenchie to go in there and lay down a run like he did, but it, that horse just, he gives me his heart every single run. He never fails me and he plays third. Yeah. How I, have I've you been had around him for? him for about six and a half years, but I've owned him. Let's see. I got him in... I got him to my house, technically, September of 2015. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, How's he bred? guy asking? out of the Bugs Cuz Wahini mare. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. He's he's definitely, um, I've always joked, pretty doesn't win. <laughs> Confirmation-wise, I look at him, and if it was a horse judging contest, I'd definitely put him at the very bottom but looking at him he's hands down the most gorgeous horse I've ever laid eyes on because he's mine and he has so much of my heart right he's 13 how old is Frenchie yes nice nice but then from there tell us because it was like you were on fire yes he um he definitely was feeling good and laying down some runs Unfortunately, we hit some barrels, um, like at Fort Worth, uh, wrote stock show and rodeo first round we hit to win our first set or the first round of our set. And then second round we hit to be third and win our bracket. And we hit a barrel in San Antonio to make it to the wild card round. And, you know, it was just little things like that. And then I decided hey let's go to Mississippi mom there's a couple rodeos out there so we go out and as we're headed to Jackson we had gone up the day before because I don't know if anybody listening has ever done this but I thought slack was Thursday morning fun fact or Wednesday morning and slack was Thursday morning or something like that I thought it was 24 hours before it really was so we were in Mississippi, not doing anything, and my truck decides to pretty much blow up. Yes. And oh, so no. we're stranded in Mississippi. Thank goodness we were able to limp to the Coliseum and don't really do all that great in Jackson. And then the next morning, we're headed to Starkville. I jumped in with Leah Plumer, and she... She was like, yeah, just jump in with me and I'll drop you back off on my way back to Texas. I was like, perfect. Well, I jump in with Leah. <laughs> we're having a good old time going to Starkville. And we get there and I don't know. I just had a different mindset. It was like I went back to just having fun. And in my mind, that arena yeah. was not a Frenchie setup. I will tell you that. Frenchie needs big, open, not little bitty, you know, barrels or little bitty arenas with barrels on the fence or on the walls. 
And that is exactly what Starkville was. And so I go in there and I'm like, you know, whatever, we'll just have fun. And went in there and made my run. And I am so hard of hearing. I'm 25 years old and I actually need double hearing aids. But I'll be real honest with you. I don't want to be 25 years old and wearing two hearing so therefore, I'm right. I'm I, I hear you. And so I never heard my time. And I'm bebopping, you know, it was clean and I was happy. So I'm bebopping back to the trailer mm-hmm. and Leah comes running up to the trailer and she does like a little heel click. She said, oh my gosh, good job. And I was like, thanks. What did I run? And she looked at me and she's like, you're kidding, right? uh no like was it a 14 oh like what what was my time like I couldn't hear and she said Shelby you're in a 1377 I was like oh is that good I wasn't paying attention to the times like I said I couldn't even hear and so she looked at me and she was like Shelby you're winning it and I just I literally fell to my knees and I just I started crying that was my first pro rodeo win and it was like God and Frenchy, they just knew that I needed that, that it was, it was something that I needed to pick me up. And Frenchy was like, mom, I got you. No matter what, I got you. Was he, he was, extra and he good was, just, that day? He was, but he was being a really good boy. Like Frenchy is so ornery, so ornery. And He's 13 years old and he still bucks. Yes. And so oh, really, it was just one of those days where he felt super, super great. But he was so honest and walked right in the alley. Didn't because he gets really excited. So mm-hmm. he just walked right in the alley, went in there and laid down a run for me. And hands down one of my absolute favorite runs I've ever made and not because we won it but he was just so honest with the way he was working and then that confidence yeah and trust in my horse led into the semifinals and I've ran him at Northside I don't know how many times and the only two runs only two runs that I've ever made that were clean were the two runs during the semifinals That's wild. <laughs> I was. That's awesome. I just knew. Did you do anything different, like leading up to that time to get him feeling good, or was it just like a, it just you didn't change anything in your routine? Well, I had actually taken him it. to Outlaw Equine and left him there for a week to swim, and he just simply he got um, injected. And I knew that he needed three, four days off. And let's see, this was nine days prior to the semifinals. And so I knew that I didn't really have three, four days to just let him out in the pasture. Like, I needed him to stay legged up. And so I left him there with Josh and the whole Outlaw Equine crew. And they took the best care of him swam him rehabbed him water walked him put him on the hot walker everything and they would send me pictures every day updates etc and so I picked him up and I went to uh 
couple jackpots and he really laid down some runs for me that weekend. We went to a jackpot in Stephenville. It was a CC5D and there was about a 150, 160 entered and he went in there and won the jackpot by a tenth and a half and then went Saturday to Parker County there in Weatherford and there was um, I think I want to say it was about 370 entries and he won that jackpot as well. And then that following um, week was the semifinals. And so I just, he felt incredible. He was really just, he felt honest. And that for me was the best feeling in the world is whenever he's really working honest. Yeah. Um, what other, are there any types of things in your routine that you like to do to keep Frenchie comfortable? Like what's your kind of your go-to therapy? Um, my go-to therapy is definitely, my chiropractor is Butch Mayhew. He's out of the San Antonio area. And he also has the product Stress Line 2000. Um, and then my therapy on the road is Spectra Laser Therapy. And they're on Instagram and Facebook. And if you can't find them, just go to Shelby McCamey on Instagram. And they've been tagged in my posts. And it is a laser therapy blanket, uh, leg wraps, hawk wraps, knee wraps, pole wraps, neck wraps, etc. And then also one of my favorite things about it is that the blanket has an abdominal wrap. And so it goes underneath the stomach. And it helps with the circulation of the digestion. And it helps your horses not want to colic. Yes. And so this product is truly, truly incredible. I worked for an equine therapy company several years ago. And she had this product. And I'd never heard of it, anything like that. And I got to using it, playing with it. And I fell in love with how well the product actually worked like you could see results that day it it's just it it really is an incredible product Frenchie he does not like things on his legs he's he will rub blankets and tear them up and whenever I have his lasers on him he stands there just perfect it's like this is my spa this is what I love. I'm not tearing it up. Right, right. Who knows? It's making him feel good. How long does he stay in that? Well, the spectrum is actually, it, it does not hurt your horse to leave it on for 24 hours. You can leave them on 24 oh, wow. 7. That is what is so incredible about this product is that you cannot overdo it and make a, make a horse sore this it also detoxifies the blood so not only is it increasing the circulation to whatever spot needs the extra blood flow or the the sore area the the Mm -hmm. joint that's hurting whatever that area is that needs the the clean blood that's what it does it creates the blood flow to that area but it detoxifies it in the bloodstream without adding extra or increasing their blood pressure. 
Yes. And so wow. this helps EPM horses tremendously, which Frenchie battles EPM. And then colic horses. Oh, no. There was a girl that she was at the Patriot, and whenever they were hauling back to Georgia, where she's from, their horse colicked, and they, I mean, of course, they gave them banamine, but they put the blanket on, and within 30 minutes, they have poop piles. That's nice. That's, yeah. Yes, and then they also have dog blankets and dog products, as well as human products. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I thought my horse was colicking this week and I was like, ah, but it was all good. Got him up, walked him around, was reaching for the banamine, but also wanted to give him a minute. Cool. But all ended well. But yeah. Yeah. So, well, is there any other sponsors you want to show some love to and mention before um, we move on to anything or hop off here? MVP. I, I cannot say enough about MVP they put so much time effort and research into their products to truly get results I've I've never really been a big supplement person I've always believed that you know as long as you keep your horses sound healthy vet wise proper uh, exercise routines etc shouldn't really need the extra supplements and also a good grain and roughage and so one thing after another well Frenchie is on gastroplex uh, pellets daily as well as the eclipse which is for EPM and that is daily and then he runs on the gastroplex paste every single time and I can truly tell a huge difference in all of the above. Um, what really sold me was it was, um, let's see, it was over the 4th of July run this last summer. It was one of the Utah rodeos and Frenchie had gone off his grain. And I called my friend Alyssa, who's with MVP. She's the best person to work with. So if anybody listening has any questions about MVP, feel free to reach out to me, message me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and I can answer all the questions that you may have about the products. And if I can't answer it, I can definitely ask to get you the answer. But going back um, to the Utah, Frenchie had gone off of his grain, quit eating his alfalfa, and had barely drank. And Frenchie's never been like that. And so I call Alyssa and she's like, hey, um, I'll get you some gastroplex paste. Stevie was there, Stevie Hillman. She was there and I got a couple tubes off of her and I gave half the tube five hours out. I left all the hay and grain and water in his stall. And whenever I went back two hours later, he had cleaned up everything and drank all of his water. And these are 10 gallon water buckets. And so... After that, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this this is awesome. Well, yes, there's, okay, there's this something to do this. <laughs> well, then I gave him, because he started getting really anxious in the alley. And so I gave him half, the rest of the tube, 
whenever I went to saddle and that night we went in there and we were, we, we did drag over a barrel, but we ran a 17, 13 on a standard and the arena record is a 17, 10 and Christine Laughlin uh, tied that arena record, won the rodeo. And then Shelly Morgan was second with a 1730. And so Frenchie went in there and that, that perf that we were in, we outran everybody by half a second. And so it was like, okay, maybe this is the real deal. And then I put him on gastroplex and the eclipse because I had kind of been going back and forth on trying it. Well, then my friend was like, Shelby, it's a money back guarantee if you don't like the the results. It is. And that is really one thing that kind of sold me on the deal. That, hey, if I don't like it, I can at least get my money back. So what? Absolutely. Is that for anybody who purchases yes. it? Purchases and, it not um, just cool. Good to know. So with that being said, I tried it, put him on it, and he immediately started gaining weight. And Frenchie's always been a horse that's a hard keeper. It's just him. And he immediately started gaining weight. And then that is really whenever we started having consistent, honest runs. And he was really on fire. Like circuit finals, he was on fire at circuit finals. And then whenever we got back here to Texas after circuit finals in the NFR, well, and prior to that, we were in Arizona and he was consistently placing and winning jackpots out there. And then whenever we got to Texas, consistently placing at rodeos, winning pro rodeos. And then we went in there and did that at the semifinals. That's awesome. Have you filled no, your permit uh, with him? I filled my permit on that? in 2016 was my rookie year. Oh, no, you're fine. Oh, I gotcha. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, what was that? What I was actually only went to like? three rodeos because that is the year that Frenchie colicked. And Frenchie isn't just a horse. Frenchie is the one that filled that permit for me. Frenchie's the one that deserved the rookie year. And mm-hmm. I... And he filled it in well, three rodeos? Is that, no, is that pretty, I, um, my rookie year, <laughs> I only got to go to three before he called it. It actually took me a oh, full year okay. to fill my permit. I put 600... We won a jackpot down in Gonzales, and we won $644, put that towards my permit. And then I either hit a barrel or didn't place at places that were WPRA approved or at the rodeos. And then I went to a jackpot, and I think I was like last hole and won $158, put that towards it. And then I finished filling it at the WPRA World Finals there in Waco. Yeah, gotcha. What? How did you know, Shelby, when you were ready to step up with Frenchie and go pro? Like, when did you make that decision? What What made you feel confident in doing Honestly, that? Honestly, it was a wild hair. It was. I was sitting at really the dentist office with my parents, and my dad was in from Afghanistan, and I looked at him, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be a brat, but what are y'all buying me for Christmas? 
and they were like oh we don't know and this is I think it was the second week of November and I said can y'all buy me my permit and like sure what permit do you want (laughs) and I told them yes and so you I wanted my WPRA <laughs> permit. And they're like, sure. I said, can you do it right now? And they're like, uh, I guess. And so uh, I went to the receptionist there at the dentist office and got her to print out the form and fax it to the office there in Colorado Springs. And then, oh my God. Let's see, this what, was how old were you when, the, when you did this? In 15. So. 19 or 20 yeah I was I was just a young I was in college and (laughs) I was like okay let's just do it and um but so afterwards this was on a Thursday and the very next day I loaded up and went to the Gonzalez jackpot where um we won that 644 dollars to put on our permit nice Nice. What's the rest of your uh, 2020 look like for you once all the COVID stuff clears up? Where you where you plan on heading? And I don't know what it's like down there. Yes, everything's still shut down. Um, I actually turned Frenchie out for 30 days and just let him and his mini roam around the pasture and get fat and be happy because he made about 60, 70 runs last year because I didn't have a backup horse and. So he made all the runs right? and he hasn't gotten a break because circuit finals was at the end of October, beginning of November. And that's normally whenever most people give him a little break and he didn't, he wasn't able to get that. And so I just turned him out for 30 days and I've been on him for a few weeks now and he's feeling awesome and great and I'm ready for rodeos to start back up. I plan on, as soon as we have a rodeo that's available, I plan on being there and doing my best to make the final this year. Awesome. Do you work at all full-time, Shelby, or is rodeo uh, I used what to work to focus uh, on full-time solely? at a corporate job in Las Vegas, and then God just started opening doors for me. And I resigned from that job last July and he's really, I feel like he's really been pushing me to focus on rodeo for now. And so right now, um, I'm very fortunate that rodeo is my main focus along with yellow felt soul. And, but no, I do not have a job. That's awesome, though, that you're doing good with the, yeah, with the platform I greatly that you have. You're doing that. amazing things with it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you want to chat about? Um, That's really all the questions I had for I you. Thanks. I, I do have a little night. Um, thing that if you're listening and you're kind of going through some things right now um, mentally, and you don't know what direction that you really need to go with. I I have a few books that I can recommend and besides the Bible. Um, and with that being said, my absolute favorite devotion is called Jesus Calling. And it's by Sarah Young. 
and I have the morning and evening that, edition. That, yeah. And it is just, it feels like almost every single day it hits the nail on the head. Exactly what I needed to hear. I've had days like that reading Jesus Calling, too. Someone introduced it to me when I was, like, 18 or 19, I think. Um, and you'll read it, and then you're yes. like, whoa, that was my yesterday, or that was today. And it's sometimes it's like it was written for that day that you're reading it. And it's it's by the day, guys, like a devotional, you know. It'll Absolutely. Say the day and it's, have the passage. But, it's oh my awesome. Gosh, yes. And so the craziest none thing. of these are necessarily in order. Um but I will say one of the books that truly, truly helped me, it's called Uninvited. You can get it on Amazon. It's like $10. And it truly changed my outlook because I was always the girl that I was never getting invited. I was always the outcast and things like that. And so this mo- or this book, it just helps you understand that even if you aren't invited, it's not because you're unworthy. And that book just, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what you're going through. I think everybody needs to read the book. It is based mainly for women, but I, no matter what you're going through, that book can help with so much. Um, the more I uh, get older, I realize being that outsider and being that person that's undivided or uninvited yes. usually means that you're set apart for a reason. There's, you know, you, there's a reason why you don't mm-hmm. fit in with that crowd. Um, and it's, it's a second book is reason. called The Joy Model, and it's by, yeah. I'm going to butcher his last name, so don't hold it against me, but it's by Jeff Sp- Spadafora, S-P-A-D-A-F-O-R-A. And this book, um, The Joy Model, it talks about how, you know, you can be joyful in life, but then your happiness fluctuates. And a lot of people, they think joy and happiness are the same thing. And they're just synonyms on words. And so this really goes into detail about how you can truly have that inner, that inner peace that comes from joy. Like, you know, you may, something may make you unhappy, but it doesn't, that doesn't take away from your joy. Um, another book is Goliath Must Fall. And you can get this. I got mine from uh, either Hobby Lobby or Mardell's, but Amazon has everything. I'm sure you can find it on there, but it's winning the battle against your giants. And it just truly goes into depth about your, your fear, your rejection, addiction, um, anger, all of pretty much like, you know, you hear the saying skeletons in the closet. This just really helps you kind of get rid of them. And, and it just helps you realize that your, your giants aren't as big as what you think they are. And so that book was really awesome. Um, And then I just started one and it's called 10 Minute Toughness. And it's the mental training program for winning before the game begins. And it's by Jason Silk. 
yes. Ooh, that got a little um yes. sports psychology imagery use in it yeah yeah imagery is, is an amazing tool that's what I'm learning about I'm in a sports psychology class currently and the research behind imagery and just um, thinking about what you're going to do before you go in the arena the basketball court whatever it is and picturing yourself doing it flawlessly over and over again it's it's like proven and so it's been, um, you know I know that's it's a little, amazing you know tidbit um and this there is one more devotion it's mainly for moms. I didn't know this whenever I purchased it, but I still learned some things out of it. Um, it's by Emily Lay, L-E-Y, but it's called Grace, Not Perfection. And it's embracing simplicity and celebrating joy. Um, I, like I said, I still learned some things about it, but it really focuses from a mom's aspect. Um, so if you're a mom and you're struggling with, you know, thinking that you're you have to be perfect like girl you don't have to be like this this also goes into detail like give yourself grace and that even goes for everybody listening that you may be your biggest critic but girl or guy give yourself grace you do not have to be perfect god does not expect us to be perfect and he loves us anyway so Love yourself. And anyone who expects yes. you to be perfect, any human is a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all all good stuff. And also, I want to throw in there, if there's anyone looking for a good Bible study right now, Lifeway has all of their Bible studies for $5 for the e-version. That's awesome. For like, I think this I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. I'm in a really good one right now called uh, oh, nice. "Finding God Faithful" by Kelly Minter. It's really perfect. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, alrighty, Shelby. Well, well thank, thank you, you for again having... so much for coming on and just for the being so brave. I cannot wait for the line of yellow felt soul to come out. I need to get my I hands definitely on will. as soon as and, they come um, out. So you'll have to I will post updated. them on my platforms. So right. follow Yellow Felt Soul on Facebook and Instagram. Give us a like. And that's also, um, I have some, like I said earlier, I was able to find direction. Well, yesterday, whenever I made a post, there was a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, but it, I want to talk about in depth with everything. And so I'm actually going to start a series of different things with Yellow Felt Soul and do different posts now. Awesome. I can't wait. And maybe a future podcast coming from Shelby. Don't mean to be a spoiler. I can cut that out, but that's exciting. And I hope I hope you do that. And it's really, it's a great way to, to talk with people. I know a lot of people, Yes, you'd have so, so many people uh, listening in that you could read. I'm, I'm excited to see where, where else God takes us. Yeah. All right, girl. Well, I'll let you go, and I we will have to do this again, um, especially with your with rodeo and being on the road. Um, you're always welcome here to come on, and if you just need to give some sponsors a shout out and let us know well, how your you. season's going. Thank you um, for having me. I'm this always was here an awesome you. opportunity, 
and I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, we'll talk to you you again soon, hopefully.